Here we are, episode 35 of Built for Batter. Today I've got all the coaches from LTF, Kelly, Morgan, and Tate. They're sitting here super quiet. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending a piece for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your news. Like a place Morg's the most nervous. First question. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into the health and fitness industry. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky um, looks can't kill, I'll be gonski. Um, what happened? So year 12, um, that's when I got into it. I worked at the gym with Kel. Um, Did you work at the gym with Kel? No. You're the only one who hasn't. No, yeah. yeah inducted. So then um, from then I finished year 12, kept working at the gym, and then I did my PT course. Um, gym... <laughs> went other ways and I went other ways um, and then I didn't really do much PT work for probably three years four years maybe in that time you did your apprenticeship hairdresser yeah yeah and then yeah started the LTF started um, some coaching and now I just do one day a week and you're gonna be a business owner soon we'll have to talk yeah. about that on here <laughs> yeah two weeks yeah how do you feel about that yeah it should be good I think bit nervous but I'll be right <laughs> yeah tight I'm pretty recent into it so um, I think I just pull in can't hear from closer. back there um, I think I just wasn't really sure what I was doing and tried a few options like let's just give us a two minute intro from what's happened from when you've left school to now yeah right so left school worked in town for about six months saved a bit of money moved over to the UK Lived there for a year and a half, just living upstairs in pubs and <laughs> travelling around. And then came back to condo. What was the biggest to... lesson you learnt from travelling overseas and spending two years in the UK? Yeah. Um, probably just like saying yes. Like just even though like, it was the scariest thing I've ever done, I reckon. Like just going over there by myself, just like back yourself, do it. Once you get over there and into it, it's actually not that bad. It's usually more fun than you than you think. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. What was that, sorry? I bet. Yeah, no, it's good. And then came back, started uni in Bathurst, was there for two years, but dropped out, wasn't really for me. What did you study? I studied uh, sports science. So I think I enjoyed it, but just the uni side wasn't really, I guess I wasn't really into it that much, so pulled out and then was like looking into like building and a bit of electrician stuff. Hated that heaps. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, kind of that's when I really started getting into the gym, maybe like the past 12 to 6 months. And then well, I kind of really fell in love with it, started my course, and then came back home. Logue offered me a job. Said if I come back, you'll help me out. And here I am, loving it. Perfect. Yeah. What's been happening since your last podcast, Kel? Anything new? <laughs> Anything new? Um... Uh, I don't think so. No, just um, cruising along. Family's all well. Work's going well. Loving coaching at LTF and the clients. Um, we're in the middle of shred timber at the moment, so that's that's pretty exciting. Seeing everyone really knuckle down and um, 
you know, monitor their nutrition and, and get stuck into their training. So, yeah. And Tate, you've, uh, you're just finishing up an internship at LTF, so you've spent a fair bit of time with Morgs, Keller and myself in the gym. Yeah, makes you tell us, um, Tell us one good thing <laughs> and one bad thing that you've gotten from each of us. <laughs> one good thing and one bad thing. Shit. Oh, God. This is on the spot. <laughs> um, you're all fantastic coaches, and I get along with all of you really well. But... Um, I don't think I have any negative sides of anyone. What's like, something that we're all different at? Like, what does Morgan do that, like, I don't do or Kelly doesn't do? Like, yeah, we've got... Right. Yeah, everyone's, like, having their strength. I'd say like, Morgan's maybe probably the most articulate with explaining classes. She's got the loud voice. She's good at getting everyone's attention. Like, I think she's a good person to learn from that. Kel's just, I think, got fantastic knowledge in the whole industry. Mm. Like, her all-around knowledge for everything. 100%. Always good. Like, if someone needs to, like, modify something, Kel's great to ask for that. And then, like, you're fantastic to learn <laughs> off as well. Like... He's a pretty good boss. A great boss. Yeah, great yeah. boss. Um, like, they're just, like, showing me the ropes. Like, all the little things that you've pointed out to me, like, constructive criticism has really helped. Like, you don't really think you're doing it, and then you point it out, like, oh, makes heaps of sense. Like, I know what I can work on now. No one likes getting criticised. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's it's a positive. Like, there's only one way to get better. You can't just walk around with your eyes closed. So, let's uh, let's jump into these questions. We've got a fair few here. We might go to the bottom one first and go around the circle. Um, what makes a good client in the gym, and what type of people do you like to coach? Do you want to go first, Cal? Oh gosh. Um, oh look, anyone that turns up. Is, is a great client. Um, that's that's the hard part. Um, I, I love clients that are there and willing to learn and want to give it 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah, people, people that just are, are in there, give it their everything, um, can have a bit of a laugh every now and then. Like, you know, I love sort of getting there and catching up with everyone as well. Um, Morgs? Look, um, I think it's everyone um, at LTF has a good, we all have a good um, relationship there and there's so many different like walks of life but we all are there for the same thing and yeah, it's good to have a laugh with everyone and um, people that take your your knowledge on board as well, you know, when you give them like a technique breakdown and they take everything on board, that's really good. Yeah, I read the same, just like people that want to be there, that are keen to be there, like show up, have a bit of a laugh, train, happy to come in the next day. It's, um, yeah, I think it's good. Like there's always a good mix of people. No one's too serious about it, like trying to go too crazy every single day. It's, um, yeah, most people leave their yeah. ego at the door. Leave it yeah, at the door. they do not, they get put in check. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, any client that's, willing to yeah, listen to what you have to say and take it in and have a bit of a back and forth with the relationship. It's good. What about you, Logue? Um, I would say what makes a good client is a consistent client. Like, it doesn't matter if that's two times a week for them, like whatever it is, it doesn't matter if it's six times, but just if that person shows up twice every single week or they show up five times, like that makes a good client because that's when you gain momentum. 
what type of people do I like to coach? I like to coach people who just really want to give it, like want to do their best and like really want to continue to learn. That's yeah. kind of what, like you can really help people who are prepared to learn. Yeah. What's a, it's not a question, but while we're on that, what's what's something that you don't like in a client? <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I, think, yeah, sorry, you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a bit quick. Yeah. <laughs> not aimed at anyone. No, just maybe when um, just just not listening or getting too caught up in their own conversation, uh, just makes it a little hard just to to keep momentum going and everyone on track. I guess not. You know, obviously for some people, the social interaction is a huge thing, and that's great. Love that. It's a draw card to get everyone in the gym, but just, yeah, just sometimes it can be a bit distracting. Yeah, yeah. I think that was going to be my point as well. Like I agree. Like I guess the, as a coach, we speak for maybe like five minutes of the forty-five, and you don't want to hear us speak the whole time. So just just listening that little that little second. Yeah, they're not even listen to us talk. talk just yeah. listen to us explain. So just trying to yeah. like if you're trying to coach ten people at once, it's a bit hard. You have to repeat it a few times. But other than that, as Kel said, people are there to socialise, so it happens. It's understandable. Yeah. He's covered it. <laughs> the only habit we didn't touch on is I reckon showing up late, which it's sometimes like understandable, yeah. but it makes it hard. And then you've got like a decent sized class, and you've explained the warm up, and you're trying to prepare yourself for the next bit and how that's going to roll. And then you've got to explain the warm up twice, but yeah. Yeah. like it's better than not showing up sometimes too. Like that's for yeah. sure. I understand it. Yeah, absolutely. Best thing for strengthening your core. Do you want to go one exercise each or what do you think is the best, like what's the best approach to strengthening your core? Look, I think, um, yeah, staying active throughout the whole day is um, my tip. Um, Like sitting down, make sure you're activating the core, walking, yeah. Um, I'm doing it now, thinking about (laughs) it. (laughs) Not that I normally do. Like obviously along with other exercises, um, no, I think you're right. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Like if everyone just for the next week, just every mm. time you got into the car to go to yeah. the shops or something, or you were sitting on the phone or at the desk, and you just actively switched on your core, pulled that belly button in, braced, um, you would notice a difference. Yeah. Yeah, I think just inconsistency. I think it's the core is overlooked a lot. Like no one thinks of it as like training your legs because you want your legs to get stronger. Mm. It's kind of something that's looked a little bit over and forgotten about. Like you said, you just thought about it a little bit more and thought about it as a muscle group that needs developing and it's quite important. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very important too because it's a weak core and that can lead to that back pain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's something that we do see a lot that people's cores are very weak. So it is something that's worth giving some consideration to for sure. Will too many war balls lead to super chunky thighs? <laughs> I know what everyone wants us to say. <laughs> that will lead to sore thighs. That's about it. Yeah, I think fantastic for you. My uh, legs are very sore from all the war balls on Friday and Saturday. Super sore. How many do you do over two days? It's nearly 200. Fair few. Mm. I'm quite enjoying them at the moment though. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah feeling, they're getting better and better. Yeah. It's only one, one way to progress with something, exactly. isn't it, by doing yeah. it. So. 
and they used to be such a nightmare. So it is good yeah. to see like improvement, like from yeah. how I used to be doing them. So pretty happy with them at the moment. It's good. Yeah, they're still in their team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they won't give you super chunky guys. <laughs> Um, core strength and pelvic floor, best um, exercises to build strength there. So core strength we've sort of touched on. And I guess just if you are doing specific exercises like planks or sit-ups or side crunches, it's good to, to do a variety to hit the core front because it's not just just not just your rectus abdominal, abdominal. So yeah, you know, doing some side crunches um, and even working on the lower back as well. Just, you know, hitting it from all angles as far as core strength goes. Yep. Pelvic floor. Um, Probably best to seek. Medical advice, mm. yeah. If yeah. you've got issues with your core core strength, see your, your GP or your physio or your women's health nurse. Um, Sweet. So natural protein over protein powders, protein bars, etc. Hundred percent. Always natural if you have the option of time. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's just convenience and it's easy. Yeah. Just to boost it up a little bit at the end of the night or in the morning. But other than that, it's going to keep you full for longer and say. Yeah. Better benefits. And I think with the protein targets that that some people have. For shred timber, yeah, and probably mm. should just be eating anyway. It's a lot more than people eat 100%. normally without thinking about what they're eating. Definitely. So, yeah, go for your natural sources and then supplement. Yeah. If yeah. you need. To. Absolutely. That's what they are—a supplement, isn't it? So if yeah. you can't get it from food, then that's when you can look at other alternatives like powders, like bars. Most of them aren't really that high in protein anyways, and they're fairly high in calories. Yeah. They're yeah, more they're like a, a like a treat true. than anything. Yeah, like it's probably not something that should be included in your diet every single day. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like that thing that gives you that, satisfies you, you know? Like it's you have... Like yeah, it can get, be a bit of a pitfall, can't it? To, you think you're having something healthy, but in fact, you know, when you compare the calorie content to, to something else that is unhealthy... Mm. Um, it can be high. Yeah. So. yeah. I think the true protein bars are 250 calories or something like that. And they're only 18 grams of protein. Yeah, that's what I feel. It's like on a Saturday or something when you're feeling like something a bit naughty, they can kind of get yeah, that trick for you. But yeah. other than that, well, like 200 calories at the moment, mm. if you're on a diet, it's not really worth it for how hungry you're going to be. I know. After eating quite half, a small bar. Yeah. yeah. And it is a lot better snack in that mm. regards too. If you are looking for something naughty, then they are a good answer for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're tired, should you push yourself to train? I think it's important to listen to your body. I think everyone's yeah. up to individuals. I think everyone should have a pretty good understanding of if you shouldn't or shouldn't just listen to your body. I guess consistency is the best. Like, have a day or two off so you can keep training instead of push through and maybe hurt yourself and you're out for six weeks or so yeah and I think you have to be honest with yourself as well like if you are actually tired and need a day off or if you just are making up an excuse not to go yeah yeah and maybe you know address the issue as to why you're tired are you not getting enough yeah. sleep you know are you not fueling your body um yeah stress yeah 
yeah, just look back. Are you genuinely tired? Like, how much sleep did you get last night? How much sleep the night before that? Like, yeah. have you just not been eating enough? Like, there could, yeah. it's and if, a pretty and broad if question. Need... But if you know you're going to feel better after that training, like if it's a 5 p.m. session, like you did get your six, seven hours sleep last night, like rather than go home, you're probably only going to sit on the lounge and still feel tired for the rest of the night. But if you go and train, you're probably going to feel a million dollars when you're finished. Yeah, because yeah, it's definitely like tired and sore to just being flat and yeah and if, and if you generally need the time off then take it don't yeah. feel bad about it Definitely. is it okay to add a few runs a week on top of your normal sessions I think so yeah but it's if you're doing five or six sessions at LTF that's a fair bit of load already on them so yeah like, I, think well, I guess fine. there's a risk of overtraining there yeah but if you're ticking all your boxes again you're getting enough sleep you're eating well you're listening to your body. Yeah. Um, you're resting when you need to rest. Yeah. And, and if you enjoy it, like, yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. I'd probably say no. <laughs> <laughs> why is that, like? Yeah, there's a lot of factors, but it comes back into how many times you're training mm. a week. Yeah. If running is something you enjoy, maybe it's worth dropping on a gym session to do that run. Yeah. But, like, the people who are training twice a day... They're sleeping eight, nine, ten hours each night and they're eating plenty yeah. of food each time, which most people wouldn't be doing. Yeah. But um, yeah. I guess like one to two maybe, but if you're thinking more than that, then you're probably setting yourself up for failure. And like it comes back to what's your goals. Like if your goals are strength-related goals and to progress in the gym mm-hmm. that way, the running is going to hinder that as well. So I guess like what is your goal and how does it fit into that? Like it's not just a straight no, but it's – be careful. Yeah. Very careful. Yeah. Runs taxing on the body. Like, I think mm. just getting out and going for a stroll and getting your steps is Some more benefit. Are natural runners, runners yeah, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah. And that's hard yeah. for me to Some understand because I'm not. So, yeah. I go for a run. I'm sore for three Generally days. Generally, you're either a, a runner or a swimmer. Yeah. You're either really good at one or the other. <laughs> Which I was we, a runner. Swimming wouldn't be a male bad option, but like less. Um, taxing on the body, I guess. So like, it still is quite away. taxing though. You'd be surprised when you actually get in there. Yeah. Food. How do we motis- motivate ourselves to stay on track, especially over the weekend? I think you just need to have a clear set of goals, and like remember, like why. Like say you start a shred timber, write down why you're doing it and like what you want to get out of it so when the weekend comes you can look back and go all right that's why i'm actually doing it just push through for a few more days so you're not disappointed by the end of the month yeah yeah like we're not perfect don't think that for a second like no no yeah no i find weekends Mm. really hard as well particularly you've got the family around you want to do those social functions i guess maybe you're going into going into it with a plan um Mm. if there's a social function you know you're going to have a couple of drinks maybe um alternating water or just just take you know your limit and that's it like so this is what i'm going to do um take strength in saying no yeah, like, yeah, it might it sound does. silly, but just by did, like going, no, you know, yeah, no I'm thanks, good. I'm good. Um, and the, and that you s- 
still on track to achieve those goals and yeah. Yeah. Um, so I find that's a good one yeah. just draw strength from being strong and making decisions and just going no yeah absolutely I guess the weekend it is quite difficult like even if something something just clicks in your head like it must just be in the habit yeah. from what you've done for the past years just clicking oh it's a weekend like chocolate drinks yeah. like yeah, yeah it's time to relax a bit and I think surrounding yourself with like-minded people that want to do that yeah. as well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And just swapping things out, like, you know, having coconut sugar instead of like yeah. normal coke. Yeah, those small changes. Yeah. I don't think you've got to go, yeah. like, weekends, you've got to be squeaky clean. Yeah, that's like, right. If your weekend at the moment is just, you know, open slather, just restricting that a little bit is going to be a step in the right direction. Yeah. So don't feel like you've got to totally tidy everything up but just make changes heading in that direction and then over time all of a sudden you're, you've made some huge improvements yeah. it's funny that you say that about like-minded people the other day the girls all went to the uh, not margarine the railway for dinner and jimmy and brenda come around for dinner and normally we would probably have 10 beers each and whatever else but we cooked a burger but none of us drank or anything and i was like imagine this five years ago <laughs> yeah. yeah but overall with that question it comes back to what your goal is really like if it's important to you that you want to lose five kilos then you need to somehow work out yeah how you're going to pull your weekends in mm-hmm. if weight loss isn't really a goal for you then like you've probably got every right to enjoy your weekends to a certain extent like it's hard though when are you when like i know myself when i'm like it's easy for you at the moment you're in the middle of doing 75 hard when i was yeah. doing that it wasn't an option but at the moment like for me i'm not really that worried about trying to lose any weight so you can you know relax a little bit over the weekend but there are some measures that you can do as well like if you know you had something on you could intermittent fast or something and then have a good lunch and then you know go to the barbecue or whatever yep that's what i found like finding hard work just like i don't know it sounds silly but like trick your mind into thinking you like you're treating yourself so like yeah. say if i'm feeling like a bit guilty on a weekend i'll have like a coconut sugar and like make a burger but like with no barn so it feels like i'm having and like some sweet potato fries is like cooked in a pan or the barbecue so it kind of feels like you're having something naughty but it still fits in yeah I'm not, yeah like that works for me anyway yeah 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 how many times a week do you train and do you feel guilty when you miss a session i'm training seven at the moment and yeah i definitely feel guilty if i miss one because then like Hard 75 would be over. <laughs> so, yeah. Would you like, normally know? No, no, normally, normally I'd be happy with five or six times a week. And after that, no, not really. If I wasn't doing hard 75 and I did five or six, I wouldn't feel guilty at all. I'd be like, sweet, Sunday off, happy days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so normally I'd aim for five or six. But I think in the last three weeks, maybe I've only got four, just with other commitments and... Um, I think my knees were a bit sore a couple of Saturdays, so I, I, I didn't go in. Um, and no, I don't necessarily feel guilty. I, I do miss it. Um, I think you, you've just got to be sensible. Um, yeah, you know, I, I love it, but yeah, I, do, I don't feel guilty because you just try and, you, yeah, you stay active, get your steps up, 
eat well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I do five a week and then usually a walk on the weekend, see if I can get that in. Um, yeah, and my 10,000 steps every day. Doing a Saturday is not an option for you either, though, no. because you work. Yeah. 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 yeah, I probably would try to get six normally, but can't get there. Even getting a weekend, though, I'm missing a day through the week, like to still get five, like that wouldn't be a bad option if you can do it. I try and just do the six LTF sessions, that's my kind of goal each week, but I don't feel guilty if I don't no. get a session done. Like, I think it comes back to like if you are really, you need to have that day off, I don't feel guilty yeah. about it, but if I know I could have gone and I didn't because I felt tired, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do feel guilty about that. Yeah. yeah. And it depends how you look at your training too. Like, are you there training um, because you love it and because you know how good it is for you, or are you there sort of punishing your body, like so just you, hammering yourself? So you can, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I think you've just got to. If you're enjoying your training, yeah, you might miss it, but I don't think you need to feel guilty. No. I think. I noticed that some of the best progress progressions are people who are doing like that four to five, like yeah. and getting that bit better rest even, but they're doing four to five every single week too. Yeah, yeah. and working hard while you're in the gym. If you're not getting yeah. the rest and you're not eating properly, like doing six is, and I think that's where a lot of like our injuries have come from are people who are religiously doing six sessions and feel like they can't have a yeah. day off, like they yeah. don't listen to yeah. their body. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, it's definitely. important. Like, it's something that I've really like done is like it doesn't matter what the weight is on the board. If I'm not feeling that good, then I just go to how I feel. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. rest and recovery is just as important as the training you've done the day before. If you don't rest and you recover rest. properly, you don't get the gains from the training you're doing anyway. So exactly. in turn, yeah. it's nearly a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we've got you know we've got our clients at the moment that are coming back into the gym and coming back from injury when perhaps you know maybe they've pushed it a bit hard or or whatever reason, and they've really had to sort of slow down and um, really listen to their body and be a bit more mindful and mm. and gentle. You can tell, like I can tell when like I'm not feeling good and my body's flat and I shouldn't do something. Yeah. And I think it's getting that message across that everyone else, like, it's okay not to do something if it doesn't feel right today. Yeah. Yeah. There's always something you can do. Like, there's always something you can work on. Like, I do believe you can work around most injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah but, like, sure. you know, if you're feeling, like, not that good doing something, just skip off and do something else for the yeah, 10 minutes and then jump back in. Or find you something else to do. Yeah. Hip thrust, could we add these to the program? <laughs> For the people who would like to build a firmer backside. Build up a dump truck. I would like to actually do that as well. Yeah, I enjoy the... Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit yeah. flat, you know. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> There's a lot of other things that are building backside logistics yeah. of yeah. thrusting a group are a little bit hard to yeah. and yeah. the problem is like you need to be doing them correctly if you're yeah. not activating the glutes then yeah. you're not getting the benefit you want mm. a lot of people do hip thrust and don't do them right fault quite nods yeah good thing to think about but yeah i think like an actual hip thruster itself would be 
a very high class A near the bench each, near the bar each. There's only six benches, so I guess there's always alternatives, but I think if you do squats a lot, squats are working your glutes, deads are working your glutes, so they are getting a bit of a working. Yeah, perhaps if that is your goal, you mm. are lunges sure and you are. split squats. Yeah, and so. activating those glutes. Yeah, really That's like the the mind, mind, muscle. Muscle. mind a muscle. Yeah. When you're doing, when we say like activate your glute, like. It's always something that you could work on outside of class and stuff yeah, that's too. What I was gonna say, yeah. Get a little band. <laughs> Push the band of monster walls around. Activation. Yeah. What's your preferred style of encouragement? <laughs> this is something we've worked a little bit hard on though. Like it's kind of like what your preferred style is and then what I want you to do sometimes <laughs> may not line up. Like I've kind of wheeled you in a little bit in regards to like the loud coaching because there is it like there is a spot like I said to Tate on Saturday this is the time that you can really cheerlead if you want because it was like Tabata yeah. bike and roll and burpees and wobbles. Yeah. <laughs> Missed your mouth. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, just that positive feedback too. Um, I think it's for me like i know every client quite well now it's every client likes something a little bit different and it's understanding yeah. what that is like some people don't like being screamed at no when nikita yeah. for instance she loves being screamed at <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right and some people like you to set goals for them too like to push yeah. them just that little bit further um so going come on i reckon you can hit this or get this number or whatever yeah um I think that's what it is. You've got to understand who you're talking to, which I guess takes time. Yeah. 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 My, my preferred style would be loud, though. Loud, yeah. That would be my preferred. Yeah, well, you can get some really good energy in the room, too, yeah, then, can't you? That's all exciting. That's always Which is a bit hard at 5 a.m. in the morning when everyone walks in. A bit blurry eyes. Yeah. No offense, 5 a.m. crew. Yeah. You're all awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. What's um round table? What's what's your goals that you're working on at the moment, and what are you excited about that you're progressing in? Um, my goals at the moment is to stick to hard seventy five. What day are you up to? Complete that day thirty nine today. So getting there, getting there. Um, what's yeah. been what's been the hardest part? Um, probably like the the photo is probably the hardest part. I just find that such a pain to remember and do. That's every day. Every day, yeah. Other than that, I thought it's, you'd be um, used to taking a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, the walk, bit of a pain. The walk second, 45 minutes can be like, say, if it's a rainy day, that's pretty shit sometimes. But most of it's, um, it's starting to become a bit of a habit now, so it's not too bad. Surprisingly, I found the food the easiest. Like, I yeah. thought that would be the hardest, but going so, out and doing like a 45 minute session outdoors every day is, yeah. gets a little bit old. Like, 45 minutes is a long, long time, time when you don't really have time. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I find the food crumb. And what, what, what's, what's happened in the f- 36 days? Um, so, I've lost six kilos and feeling pretty fit, feeling good. How have you been hungry? No, not at all. I mean, heaps of food at the moment. So much food. So never once been hungry. Mm. Eating like two thousand six hundred calories. So that's good. Yeah, yeah it's heaps. <laughs> yeah, I think I finished at three thousand, and I still lose yeah. some weight. Like, it's create a good habit. 
Yeah, it's moving lots, like doing a gym session, doing a 45-minute walk. What about you, Cal? Me? Um, Kate's at the bar pretty high. There's not I much know, more intense than 75 hard, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I guess I'm still trying to get back to sort of feeling as strong as I did before I had my time off with my eye surgery. So I still don't feel like I'm back really in that groove um, and just getting, you know, my five or six sessions in. Um, Shred timber. Just trying to stay on track with that. Like I find I often do a couple of weeks really well and then, you know, tapers off. So just trying to finish strong with that as well. Um, yeah, working on my um, pull-ups. So I sort of feel like I'm getting there with those. Um, yeah, that's me. Nice. Yeah, uh, my main goal this month has been the shred timber. Um, normally weekends is when I slip up, but um, so far so good. I've had one day in this the whole time I've been doing it um, that I haven't tracked. Um, but then, yeah, I did like a layoff that, didn't have breakfast, like just things like that um, to account for I knew what was happening that day. Um, and I've been trying to do the recommended weight on the, on the board. Yeah, nice. yeah, that's a good little goal. If not above, if yeah. I can, yeah. but um, yeah, again, that's on how you feel on the day as well. Yeah. yeah. I got on the scales this morning and I didn't like the reading, so I've kind of knuckled in again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I kind of started shred timber pretty strong and just fell off the wagon, like just not getting enough sleep, and the kids have been a little bit ratty, and there just hasn't been food prep, and just got a little bit hard. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to start fresh this week i've started good and i've got like a visual set up on my computer that i've got to tick off every day and stuff so i think like it's finding what works for you um yeah. and know that everyone's going to be like that like you're going to have days or yeah. week or whatever where you fall off, off the wagon and it's just minimizing that and getting back on like don't yeah but like it's since covid it's probably the best my training's been like all i've done he's just focused on doing that 45 minute class every day i had them two weeks where i went to the snow and then i was sick after it but like the progression i've seen just from doing that like i feel like before covid i was doing like 20 wall balls and dropping it every time where now like you're looking at doing 50 before you break like my wall balls have improved heaps that's been i just try and pick one thing for the day on the board and be like i'm gonna try really hard with that yeah. yeah, and set yeah. that my target. Like if it's the conditioning, it's like right. I'm gonna try do them wall balls unbroken, or I'm gonna try not put the barbell down in that, or you know I'm gonna try do the back squat percent like percentages and yeah. see how I feel for the conditioning, or just pick them one part. And I found yeah, that so works yeah, for so me. Yeah, that's yeah, that's and I spoke yeah. to someone else who was like struggling with their conditioning, and I was like, just pick one thing that you're gonna try and do for that. You know, maybe it's the air bike. I'm gonna get these ten calories done as quick as I can, but when I get off. I'm not going to hunch over. I'm going to pick the dumbbell up and I'm not going to walk away from it. I'm going to stand over it and have my four or five breaths and then I'm going to pick it up and go again. Or yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, cause, because then you, then you can take away a win. Yeah, feel a little bit better session. about the day. Yeah, out of yeah. every session, you've got to take away a little win. There's always lots of variety too, so it doesn't always mm. have to be... The same thing. No, it yeah. just it happens be to be so warble. Definitely. Yeah. And then like sometimes it's competing against someone else, but then you got to know when it's... Like you're not in it, like you're not feeling it and don't try and 
like if me and Tate are in the room and Tate puts that extra 2.5 on <laughs> all the clips whatever <laughs> it is, is not go with him if you don't feel yeah, that yeah, you know yeah, or yeah. it's leaving that ego at the door and that's what you tell like the new clients yeah. are sometimes the worst aren't they like they try and come in and look beside them and see what someone else is doing and yeah, yeah they can be the hardest on themselves yeah yeah I think a lot of people can get nervous about that as well like especially new clients I think I've heard a few say like, oh, look next to me and someone else is lifting so much more than me and like stuff like that. But like, no one cares what you're lifting. Everyone's there to do their own thing. Like everyone's I know what I'm training. I don't even know what the person next to me is lifting. Really, like I'm too busy worried about what I'm doing and where I'm going next. I guess when you become more confident in your own training, the blinkers sort of come on a little bit. Yeah. You just got to remember, everyone started somewhere. So if you're a bit nervous about stuff like that, like some of the people that you're looking at have probably been training for a few years. Exactly. So, just got to keep that in mind, I guess. Yeah. Maybe use it as um, a bit of motivation. Yeah, as a goal. Inspiration. Inspiration. That's something to work forward to. Like, Who's someone you follow on social media regularly, fitness-related, that inspires you? Uh, James Smith or Sonny Webster. Yeah. Sonny. Very entertaining. Yeah, didn't he get like a 200 yeah. kilo? Yeah, oh. mm. I've been following that for weeks now, so. and I was... Um, I had to go and check quickly. Yeah, I think they're both like very because they both kind of like live not like that outrageous like fitness person lifestyle, and they're like eight percent body fat for the whole year and like do all that it's stuff. It seems a bit really. It's like yeah, yeah. Really, so they go out for drinks, like they're getting pissed with mates, like <laughs> having a good time while still living yeah. a like very healthy and happy life. So. I wish What's I had a bit of James that you could say what you're thinking. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like that's how he's building business. I thought you were business. going for a bit of a James. Nah. <laughs> 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 I'd have to grow it for 12 months for anyone to notice. I mean. <laughs> what about it's you, Kel? Do you follow anyone oh, in particular? I, no, look, I try and limit my time on social media, to be honest. Um, Half your luck. <laughs> oh, oh, look, and, you know, yeah, just stuff. Disgust me it, every Sunday, like, when your report pops up, you're like, oh. I yeah, didn't, I didn't, look see, that. I didn't <laughs> see how many hours I was on that this week. Yeah, so no, no, no one in particular. I probably should be, but I just try and minimise it. Anyone else for you, Morgs? Yes, look, Sunny gives really good tip, breakdown tips. Yeah. I love to. You love Olympic lifting too, so Yeah, that. yeah. Sweet. Wrap it up. Yeah. Anything else? Nothing more. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, congratulations, Loeb, on yeah. your no, two nominations. For Three, actually. Oh, oh, come on. Come on. It doesn't even need to be pointed Need a new hat, won't fit shortly. What are the three categories? Um, cu- customer service. Yeah. Um, Excellence in business. Yeah. That's one of them, I think. And something else. Oh, just too many things. <laughs> he knows exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I actually awesome. don't. I was actually trying to get it up, but I can't remember. Put you on the spot. Excellence in business, outstanding business leader, and outstanding customer service. Don't expect to win any, but it's nice to be nominated. Yeah, so. yeah no, yeah, that I was really so. good. Yeah. And Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Outstanding as well. Employee. Yeah. Yeah, so that was nice. Fantastic. Wait. <laughs> Cheers. Till next time. Yeah. Later. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I've gotten you from my life.
No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. Wasted energy spending the pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door. But time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. 